Welcome back to another episode of Talking Balls. This is a special one. If you're listening to this, you made it. We're at episode 10. Okay. A little milestone wow. for us, a milestone for you guys at home. All right. Um, we got a good episode. It's going to be short and sweet. We're going to go over NFL. We're going to go over NBA. Started a couple of weeks ago. So we have some things we want to just touch on in the young young season. And then we're also going to talk about the World Series that's going on with Game 3 happening tonight. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it. First things first. You guys see my shirt right now? It's a pretty sick shirt. This thing's great. Uh, shout out my girlfriend. Made it herself. Wow. And so this is what we're going to do for episode 10 for all of our special followers out there. We're going to do a little giveaway. If you guys want a shirt, okay, if you want a shirt, we're going to do a giveaway on Instagram. You're going to have to tag one friend in the comments of the post, and then you're going to have to have that friend follow us on Instagram, and then you guys both have to follow us on TikTok as well. TikTok is coming this week. Stay tuned. We're excited for that. Um, And more information about this giveaway will be posted on our Instagram page. So if you're not following and listening to this, you need to be following at Talking Balls Pod on Instagram. Can I throw um, something in there? Can I throw something uh, in there? And I just would so, be insulted if you didn't. Just for people who don't understand, me and Derek don't even have our hands on that shirt. So yeah, if yeah. we're giving one away, you're getting it before we even get it. That's so just sure. think yep. about that for a second. Yeah. Yep. Offering yep. it to the public, to my valued listeners like, yeah. over, over my co-hosts first. Employees. So, <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> So this shirt is fire. It's got the logo up here. It's got all things sports. And I would get up and turn around for you, but then I would have to come all the way to that camera. But it's basically this blown up big on the backside as well. So we got a good thing going on here. Uh, More merch is coming courtesy of another person, not my girlfriend, um, because she is she does not work for this podcast. And uh, we're not going to make her, you know, make all the merch for the podcast. But we appreciate this shirt. We might use her again for the giveaway. Don't tell her this, but we might Uh-oh. use her again. Uh, and yeah. So. What are you giving a game away or a game worn shirt away? Are they getting that shirt or are they getting a new one? No, they're not getting the game worn jersey. Dude. No, this Give one's mine. Time. This one's going in the rafters when this pod is all said and done. You heard? Okay. Okay, first things first, uh, as we always do, Tone didn't get in on this this week, but Deej and I gave you some plays. Allow me to go first, Deej, if you don't mind. Um, Short and sweet for you guys. Literally every single play missed. 0 for 1, 2, 3, 4, 7 plays. 0 for 7. So if you tailed tailed all of them, I'm so sorry. If you faded them, like I said when I posted, I said week 8 fades. Good on you, okay? Because literally every single one missed. I have nothing to say about any of them. Jags money line, Raiders money line. Raiders over 49, which I told you was a lock, was such a wash. Colts (laughs) minus three. Rams money line, which I love. Giants plus three was a trap, but I'm riding with my team till I die, and I died on Sunday. And (laughs) Irv Smith Jr. touchdown. See you later. Tough day. I will say, though, just in case, you know, you guys are wondering if I went broke on this, uh, I didn't take – but one of these plays, the Jags money line in the morning, I really thought they were going to win. Didn't take anything else. So if I lost you money and not myself, I'm sorry, you know, at your own discretion. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, Deej, please, uh, please take the floor because I want to stop looking at this poo-poo caca card. Sure. First and foremost, I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on the pod. Thank you for asking how I'm doing. Uh, good to be back on the sack. 
so the card, it was decent, but a lot of close misses. So I take those as dubs. <laughs> Atlanta minus four. Atlanta minus four, one by three. Uh, then we had <laughs> we had Bears plus ten, and that was a ballsy call. Don't know why I took it uh, right on their high, and uh, they got absolutely clapped. We had Jets plus two and a half, and let me just double check how much. They, okay, they lost by five. See Close ya. enough. No, it's Close not enough. No. We're in the ballpark, but uh, an L's an L. Uh, and then we had Steelers plus 11. That missed, of course. Again, I'm just riding so high on Pickens, who had zero receptions, zero yards. I started him in two or three of my leagues over DJ Moore. See ya. Who had about 40 or 39. So that's he where I had I'm 30 at. points. But yeah, that's, uh, that's tough. tough right. I've been there. I was there too. Right? Yeah. So, tough. Need to get and then what was after Steelers? After the Steelies, we had Niners money line. That was such a mortal. They clapped by what? Like 20. Let me just double check. They won by 17. I don't think they gave up any points in the second half. No, and CMC, incredible. The rushing, throwing, and passing tutter. Yeah, that was cool. That's a good fit for him. I like him there. Uh, Seahawks money line. Of course, <laughs> that hit the stinky Jai Jai's. They won 27 to 13. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then the last call of the night, I was so high on this last week. Yeah, you call, were. Yeah, you were. Very, very high on it. The minus 10 and a half. And what you did got it bone by the hook? Bone by the hook. They won by 10. Mm. See you later. Um, that one probably so, hurts the most. Yeah, those are. Yeah. yeah. That's why I never bet the hook. I will never Always take bet the, the hook. hook. I need the nah, I don't have the nads for that. But. Yeah. You're wondering why we're wearing shades. Uh, me in particular, I don't want to see your face when I had to reveal this card to you. And when all the slander comes out after this, uh, these are my hater blockers. So we're moving right along in this episode. I will have better plays for you. So you know what this means, right? We already know what this means for next week. The fact that we're going seven. Bounce back. Easy bounce back. Take them all. You're like all the Las Vegas up. Raiders. Yes, exactly. Oh, dude. Okay. So today, Tuesday, NFL trade deadline, a lot of trades, a lot of different trades went down. Um, so we are here. We're going to go through each one that we thought was impactful, and we're going to get our reactions to them. Are you guys ready? Five minutes before the uh, the call, Karch, I believe you didn't even know about the tra- trade deadline. That is not true, actually. Okay. First trade we're going to talk about, uh, the Falcons traded Calvin Ridley, who is currently mm. suspended for gambling to the Jaguars. I didn't know um, yeah, I don't know when he's due back, but I do like the fact that he's with ETN and the other receivers that they have there and Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think he's just another weapon to open up the field, especially for ETN, because we see what he can do with the ball when he gets in space. Mm. Um, and just another weapon at Lawrence's disposal, which he kind of looks like he needs all the weapons he can get because I'm not really sure he's not playing as well as he was earlier in the year. Um, but I like this trade for them, especially when Rid- Ridley comes back. That that should give the offense a boost. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, I think he's suspended. I think he's suspended like the whole year. But oh, yeah. I like when that when that comes back, it should fit nicely. And I think the deal actually is like agreed upon. And then depending on what he does when he gets to Jacksonville, what Atlanta receives could change. So like, I don't I don't know the details exactly, but I know there's three different things that could happen depending mm-hmm. on what he's like when he gets to Jacksonville, performance-wise. I like okay. I like the – that's a dude that bets on his team quite literally. So, <laughs> he's in his ball club. I want him on my ball club. 
Uh, we need to bring back Gardner Minshew. Way back, I don't know what he's up to nowadays, but bring him back to the Jags. Trevor Lawrence. Minshew Magic. Ever heard of it? <laughs> I would love to see that mustache. Those um, were good times. Yeah. The NFL was uh, it was going well when Minshew was in it, but it's fine. Next trade we're going to talk about, uh, hometown team Miami Dolphins get a pretty talented running back, Jeff Wilson Jr. from the San Francisco 49ers. Um, two reasons I like this trade tone, and then I'll pass it off to you. Number yeah. one, head coach Miami, obviously <clears throat> offensive coordinator last year from San Francisco. He knows Wilson. Wilson already knows the style of offense that they're trying to run in Miami. Um, and this leads me right into my next point. He's going to slide into that offense and be an instant upgrade from Chase Edmonds at the RB2 position. Mm -hmm. So you give an already potent offense, another dynamic playmaker. Um, I mean, it just got easier for them to put up 30 points each week, really. So I like what the Dolphins got here. They're kind of doing what every other team is doing, kind of selling the draft picks, getting players, uh, trying to win right now. Yeah, so I saw uh, a thing that said all three of the picks that they got from San Francisco um, that San Francisco gave Miami when they traded up to draft Trey Lance. Um, all three of those picks, the first one was used to move up and draft Jalen Waddell. Um, yep. The second one was used, they gave it to the Chiefs for Tyreek Hill. Correct. Um, I was involved in that deal. And then the third one, um, I've... Oh, they used it to get today. uh yeah, they used it today to get what's his name? What's the other trade they did defensively? Yeah, so we'll talk about the next one. Um, I guess obviously Tone likes Wilson to the Dolphins, but the next trade that <laughs> yeah. leads us into the next trade, they <laughs> they sent that third pick to the Broncos for yes. outside linebacker Bradley Chubb. Um, so I mean they improved on offense, they got a yeah. pro bowler on defense. So they're 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 gearing up for the Bills. Make no mistake about it. That's who they're gearing up for. They're trying to stop that offense. Um, if they run into the Chiefs, obviously, they're gearing up for them as well. But the AFC is running through the through the Bills right now. And the Dolphins, they get an A from me for the moves that I saw today. Derek? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I thought he was going to make a comment. He was ready to go. Dude, we're on a <laughs> podcast. You said, Bro, you I didn't said, think I was getting called on. The kid has no idea what the fuck's going on. No, Jeff Wilson. Okay, all right. So did, did Mustard right. and Jeff Wilson play together in San Francisco? Yeah, they did. Okay. They did, right. but there so wasn't a lot of playing good. time. There wasn't a lot of Elijah Wait, Mitchell was there. Good. Wilson was there and Mostert was there. So they had okay. a lot of heads. A lot um, of injuries, a lot of heads. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> Next trade we're going to talk about. Um, I, I my, Here's my gut rip on his trade, okay? Chase Claypool from the Steelers to the Bears. Mm -hmm. Bears on paper get a great receiver, okay? Could be a bona fide number one guy if they choose, right? They don't freaking throw the ball. They try oh, yeah. and run the football four quarters. And by the time you're in the fourth quarter, you're all tired. And that's when they're ripping off the chunk plays. Um, here's the reason I don't like it initially. I mean, the bears just had a number one receiver and Allen Robinson. They didn't even use him. So what makes me think that they're going to use chase Claypool? Uh, the scheme just doesn't fit. I think I could see chase Claypool getting frustrated with the lack of targets unless they flip the script and they change the scheme. I don't think it was a move that needed to be made for this team. Deed, you're shaking your head. Tell me why. Yeah, I disagree, bro. They gave up like nothing for him. A second round pick, uh, mm -hmm. right? Second round pick. Yeah. 
for Chase Claypool for next year, right? Next year's draft. Mm -hmm. I don't hate that. And they got that pick through a different trade. So it's, I don't know. I kind of dig it. It's Chase Claypool. Like he's decent enough. I think he's definitely another threat that defenses defenses have to worry about. So I like it. Well, I, I, I like it from that standpoint as well especially when you're talking about they only gave up a second round pick sure and they got chase claypool but they don't throw the ball so it's it's cool they got this shiny new toy but they're not going to use them they had alan robinson Maybe they, they, use him. Yeah, no, no. they had jimmy graham they didn't really use him either so they've had receivers the bears are just not known to run the football uh they're maybe with claypool the they they will start to run or to throw the football more but bro. i'm not sure bro there you go yeah Words are tough today. We'll keep bouncing around. It's a it's late on a Tuesday. What are we supposed no, to do? Dude. Club's no. going up on a Tuesday. Oh, dude. did I say run a lot? So I'll just cut that part. You said run twice. All right. We'll just fine. cut that whole segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Start over. Start no, over. the most of it was good. <laughs> Next trade. Um, the Vikings got Lions tight end TJ Hawkinson. Um, they also got 2023 fourth round pick and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick. And then the lions got a second round and a third round. Um, I like it for the lions. They need draft capital. They're obviously rebuilding. So they need the picks. Love it for the Vikings. Irv Smith just went on IR. So they needed a tight end. Um, And Hawkinson is top five in my book in terms of tight ends in the league. He could pop. Uh, We've seen it before with Stafford and even Goff in, in Detroit. Put him on a good offense with a lot of other weapons that defenses have to pay attention to. Um, He'll, he'll, eat apart pick apart the zones um let jefferson go long let Thielen go long and open up space for cook and for hawkinson underneath and i like the move for the vikings yeah i think i think it fits well i like that he can kind of space that field in the middle for them and kind of be that anchor i just find it funny or weird that like they would trade him within the division but i guess if you're the lions like you just don't give a fuck like it just isn't going to make too much of a difference one way or the other but yeah, I mean, it's weird because he's going to have to go back or play them two times a year. It's, usually you don't see that, but, um, I mean, it makes sense for the Vikings with Justin Jefferson Ooh. and Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Now you add Hawkinson. I mean, if Kirk Cousins plays at 1 p.m., they're going to light it the fuck up. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, as long as as long as long their games are at 1 p.m., they're fine. He's gone. Yeah. They're going to fucking score 30 points. But if they got to play a fucking playoff game at 830 at night, I'm a little concerned. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see, you know, what happens, but yeah, that's a, I think that's a good trade and I'm, I'm kind of upset actually about it because I've got Jared Goff in fantasy. Um, so, you know, that doesn't help at all, but next man up, let's fucking get it going. Also, you know, your fault for having golf as your cue, but we digress. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. What are we supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, Dan Campbell's about that next man up business. So we're going to yeah. slide the next guy in there. He's not going to take any excuses. Uh, no. He's going to expect Hawkinson like performances out of this new guy. I don't even know who it is. <laughs> Me so, <laughs> next trade. Uh, uh, Bears traded their linebacker, Roquan Smith, to the Ravens. Um, I like it for the Ravens. They need help on defense. Obviously, fourth quarter struggles. They did just win uh, and beat the Bucks. So that was a nice win. They held on in the fourth quarter. It was good to see that they could do it as a team that we think is a playoff team and possible Super Bowl contender. They need to be able to close the door in the fourth quarter. Um, This, like you're talking about anchors, this gives them an anchor right in the middle of their defense. So I like it. Um, I think he's going to fit the Baltimore defense pretty well. 
And um, I think the way he plays and his attitude, he's a hard hitting linebacker. Obviously linebackers usually do hit hard, but he is another one that he's flying around the field left and right. He's always making tackles in the backfield. Um, His name is called quite a bit when you listen to it uh, on TV. So I like it for Baltimore and uh, we'll see if they can compete with the Bengals because the Bengals look fragile and vulnerable right now. You saw that game last night. Yeah. What do you got Deej? Tough, 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 tough. But I would like to touch on something. Uh, Chase Cleveland, if you're watching this, uh, sorry about the beatdown I put on you. Uh, he had Amari Cooper last night. Looked like he was going to squeak out with the dub. Coop had a tud early-ish on, or maybe first half. Yeah. But then uh, T. Higgins said, let me get a tutter in the fourth. So, took the dub. That was huge. Uh, Bengals looked trash. Their O-line was terrible. Yes. Just bad. Joey B looked bad. I don't they know. do that from time to time where they just come out. They look like the Bengals from like pre Joe Burrow. So bad. Like they just like show up every once in a while. But then when you bet against them or you're playing <laughs> Joe Burrow in fantasy or, you know, whatever the case may be, they want to look like fucking Super Bowl player. You know, they were at the Super Bowl last year. Let's not forget. Right. So it's, it's weird, but the, they do show up like the Bengals, like, like Carson Palmer with the, like it's just every <laughs> once in a while that shows up. But to touch yeah, they, on the Rokon um, Smith thing real quick, yeah, please, I think that ahead. one that one could be the most impactful trade I think that was made today if he can kind of solidify the defense because we know what we're getting out of their offense. You're getting Mark Andrews. You're getting a heavy dose of Lamar Jackson on the ground. And if that defense like holds a couple fourth quarter leads, big leads, by the way, this yeah. year, I don't I think they have three or four losses. They, they really should have probably two. Right. Um, you know, so if he can solidify that that middle of the defense and make it that AFC, you know, north defense, tough defense that we're used to, then, um, yeah, I definitely could see this team, you know, competing right there with the Dolphins, Bills, and, uh, you know, Chiefs for an AFC title game. Yeah, you threw in the Chiefs a little late there, but thanks. Well, they were the last <laughs> team to come to mind just because, you know, they were on a bye week and things. We got them back in the mix this week, sure. though. Okay, sure. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Next I'm 100 percent healing my toenails right now, just so everyone knows. That is disgusting. I'm so sorry, you guys had to hear that. Next trade. Uh, this happened before the trade deadline, but it did happen, so we're going to talk about it. Your Kansas City Chiefs got Kadarius Tony from my New York Giants. Care to spread oh, yeah. Z on that trade? So I like that, and I've heard things where Tony's not actually hurt. He just wanted yeah. out of the Giants because why would anyone want to play for the Giants? I get that. <laughs> um, I like that addition. Bro, more threats, the better. More, you know, to spread it all out, get more guys and single coverage. Like, I'm all for it. So I like that. I'm all for it. I agree. Yeah, he's a playmaker. Um, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, he didn't pan out in New York. Get the ball in his hands in space. Well, he was just so injured in New play. York. But as soon as he got to the – Kansas City Chiefs, he said, wait, I'm healthy. Must be the training team over there. Has to be. Great, great training team over there. The comparisons that I heard about him were like to Tyreek Hill as far as like athletic ability and the way he's built and things like that. Yeah. You know, speed-wise and things like that was kind of his comparison. So, I mean, yeah, if he can just fit right in and be any type of that for the Chiefs, then that's fine. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. Even if it doesn't, I like that we took that. Yeah. Um, Next trade. Bears sent defensive end Robert Quinn to the Philadelphia Eagles. Short and sweet. Love it for the Eagles. Needed another edge rusher. They got one. Uh, again, another pro bowler. So, I mean, 
they solidified already a, t- a top tier defense. Um, they're already the top dog in the NFC that got better with this trade. Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown, that connection looks great. You saw three TDs this past week. Yes, um, they sir. still have Devontae Smith. They still have Miles Sanders. Okay. They have Dallas Goddard. They have other guys. So you really can't focus on one at all. Um, I like this trade for the Eagles. And we'll see. I'm still waiting on the Giants to play them, but that's not coming for another couple months. So next trade we're going to talk about is the Jaguars trade of James Robinson to the Jets. We touched on it last week, but we're going to get into it a little bit more in depth this week. Um, when do you guys want to go first? Tone, go ahead. Um, I mean, yeah, just open up the door for ETN, really. I mean, the yep. Jets are pretty irrelevant, like, as a whole. So, I mean, it's interesting it sucks for Brees Hall and um, he was really popping off this year and kind of making his mark. So in that instance, it kind of sucks for him. Um, James Robinson's a good dude. Uh, I picked him up off waivers like three years ago. So shout out to him for bringing me to a fantasy championship when he first came on the scene. So I'll always love him for that. Um, You know, he's a good dude. I saw he wrote like in the players tribune, he wrote like a whole long piece to the, to the city of Jacksonville and, thanking them for giving him a chance. So it's cool. Um, he's going to move on to New York, which, you know, he seemed to be excited about, which they've got a little thing, you know, cooking up there and whatnot, along with the Giants, who I think are a better team, you know, all around there. I think they're just one like step ahead in their building block of, um, yeah. of rebuilding. But um, yeah, I mean, if anything, it just opened up the door for ETN, like to be a fucking stud. So. Yeah, we saw what he did. He had, yeah. I think, I don't know, 160, 170 all-purpose yards on Sunday. Um, allowed him to be that workhorse that we thought he would be. And, I mean, it is good for the Jets. It's a drop-off from Brees Hall, obviously, but it's not, yeah. you know, where they can't compete. So they got someone that allows them to still compete, and they have that defense. The offense wasn't winning them games, if you realize that. The defense was the one that was keeping mm-hmm. them in the games. The offense was doing just enough. So I still like them. Um and then last trade we're going to talk about uh, before we give you guys a preview of week nine. It also happened pre-trade deadline, but it's a pretty big one. Derek, you mentioned it earlier. McCaffrey to the 49ers from the Carolina Panthers. <clears throat> Look, uh, he played two weeks ago. Um, they didn't really get him involved that much because I believe he got traded on a Monday or Tuesday mm-hmm. or maybe even Wednesday. Um, so he didn't have much time to prepare that, that matchup. He had a full week, and we saw how many different ways that they're able to use this guy. He had a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. He was all over the field, all over the formation. He's a problem. Niners are a problem with all the weapons they got. Even with Jimmy G, they are a bona fide contender. He's good enough. Uh, When does Debo – Debo's hurt, right? When does he come back? They have a bye week this week, so he'll probably be back after. Oh, yeah. yeah. They said that he was healthy to go last week, but they said uh, bye week next week. Yeah, they don't week, need yeah. to – which I traded him in fantasy. I was just making all – I traded Debo right before he was ruled out. Um, his hamstring wasn't in too much question, but shout out to the kid who accepted the trade because <laughs> you could clearly see in the update that it was like his hamstring is not good, and right. he still traded me. Uh, Darnell Mooney and uh, Damon Pierce. So um, who, you know, Darnell Mooney is not in the best and especially with Chase Claypool coming in now. So, I mean, they, they could potentially start to throw the ball a little bit more as they get deeper into the year. But um, 
That's yeah. not Field's strong suit, and that's not their strong suit. No. They're putting up points these past couple of weeks by running the football. So yes. I don't like them to necessarily throw the ball more. And when they do, yeah, honestly, Moody's stock is down for me because of the fact that Claypool is there and might take some of that target share up. But as far as the McCaffrey thing, as far as the McCaffrey thing goes, like we've been getting just a small glimpse of like his full potential as an NFL player. And now Mm -hmm. that he's in a competent offense and on a competitive football team and has actual other football players who could play football around him, bro, this guy, he might, dude, if he stays here, he's going to be a problem for like the next, like four, they're going to be an issue for the next four or five years. Yeah. We could be looking at MVP. We could be, who knows? Could be. All right. Little gear switch. Uh, Let's look ahead. NFL week nine, starting off Thursday night. Philadelphia Eagles going to Houston, taking on the Texans. Eagles, obviously, 7-0. Texans are 1-5-1. Line sits at Philadelphia, minus 14.0 points. Let me give you my gut rip real quick, and I'll hand it off. Uh, I like the Eagles to win. Obviously, their money line is like minus 850, so they shouldn't lose at all. But I like the Texans uh, a couple weeks ago to cover and be competitive. I like them to be competitive and cover again here at home. So I feel really good about those. If you can find a couple other plays, you want to parlay with the Eagles money line, throw it in a a parlay and then take the Texans plus 14. I love it. Sprinkle it. I'm on the same way. Anytime it's a big spread like that, if it's not an absolute favorite that I truly, truly like believe in, I'm taking the points. Yep. Thursday night game, primetime game. Little Thursday night, slippity, sloppity, defensive it's going to be ass and chips out there. Yeah. The over is at 45. Give me the over. Really? Okay. Over 45. Yeah. It's going to hinge on the uh, Texans. Can they put up 20 points or not? Because the Eagles yeah, are they can. going to put up It's 30. Thursday night, bro. It's Thursday yeah. night. Primetime game also. That's why I love the Texans. In Houston? Yeah. Yeah. David Wacky Mills is going to have 400 passing yards. <laughs> Next game on the docket. We got the Los Angeles Chargers visiting the Atlanta Falcons. We talked about the Falcons uh, last week with their win against the Panthers, which was wild, by the way. If you didn't see it, look up the highlights of the fourth quarter and overtime. It was absolutely bonkers. Um, Falcons are in first place in their division at a crisp four and four. They welcome the Chargers. Uh, They are a three-point dog as the host in Atlanta. So... I was uh, shaky last week. I said, you know, just tread lightly on the Falcons being favored. They were performing very well against the spread as underdogs. Um, They did not cover, I believe, as their first favorite uh, last week. They were close, but that doesn't work in this game. So they're back where we like them as plus three dogs. And we're going to take them. We're going to dog them. them. Okay. Algier looks good. Rushing Mm -hmm. touchdown, or I'm sorry, just a touchdown in the past two weeks. Um, he had a rushing touchdown two weeks ago and then a nice receiving touchdown this past week. Um, worth a look again in your flex this week in fantasy. I like the Falcons. Tone, what do you got? Um, well, I, I'm, I like the Falcons as well, but this uh, it's not an official play because this might get featured in something a little later. And I'm thinking on that right now. I'm still cooking. So um, I don't have any play on this game, but Algier does look good. I'm glad that he had a receiving touchdown because he's more of a power back. So that's good. I think they're getting Cordell Patterson back this week, or he's supposed to be off IR this week. So um, that's, you know, they're just, they got that dog in them, like you said. So (laughs) no official play for me just yet on this game, but, you know, I would lean Falcons with Karch. 
Okay, next game. We have the <laughs> Dolphins and the Bears. Um, Chicago Bears are at home as five-point underdogs against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Bears. Deej, what do you have? Go ahead. <laughs> Just smoked my kneecap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to learn from my mistakes. Um, it's going to be Bears plus five. <laughs> Bro, that hurt bad. That hurt bad. No, no offense to Tone and uh, his program over there in Miami, but I mean, I saw what the the Bears did not <laughs> last week, but the week before, they have it in them. I'm taking the Bears. Tone, what do you got? I'll get them. I got under 44. Oh, I like. I'm more of a total guy today. I don't know what's going on. That's fine. Risky play, but we got Bears plus five, and we got the under in that game for you. Um, Might be more entertaining than people think. The Bears are playing well. Bears are playing well, and that is a ballsy call, given the way the two offenses are playing, taking that under. If it hits, Mm. we are giving you some good props next week. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. Next game on the docket. Okay. We're skipping all the way down, going to 405. We got the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Seahawks just took Ooh. down my beloved Giants, sitting at five and three. Uh, Giants with the loss moved to six and two. Seahawks come in kind of trappy, uh, plus two dogs. Um, the reason why I think they are dogs is because it's a division game, it's a road game for them. Um, and in the division, anything can happen. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals end up winning, although I lean Seahawks. Deej, what do you got? Seahawks <laughs> alternate spread minus two. Let's flip this. <laughs> okay. Tone, what do you got? Well, my theory on this game is, you know, the week before last, the Giants had to come down to Florida. My theory on them was to travel out west to Seattle was going to be a little too much to get a win. I was right on my thinking. So what is Seattle going to do? After they defend home field, they're going to turn around. They're going to travel. Like, oh, we just got a big win. Oh, we're going to go to Arizona. And then Kyler Murray shows up. And uh, Cardinals, minus two, lock it in. It's easy. It's never been – it's the signs, bro. The signs. The signs are leading me to the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is a quarterback. Of the Cardinals. Yeah. That's what I said. Okay. Okay. And you're going to bet on him? I'm going to bet on the Cardinals. Okay. I, I was just making Tone, sure. Make sure you keep holding that mic, buddy. Okay. Because <laughs> we, lo- we lost audio for a second. Now. It's just, yeah, my bad. Sure my you bad. Keep that thing right by the mouth. Oh All right. Up. Next game, Rams and Bucks. Bucks certified dog Ass trash program. program. Oh, my God. Trash. Terrible. And I'm buying Tom Brady it. needs to quit. I don't know what else to say about them. They are in some deep doo-doo. All right. Uh, I'm not cursing this episode. I didn't curse last episode. I'm doing good with it. All right. I said deep doo-doo just there instead of saying the (laughs) other word. Uh, Rams and Bucks. Bucks are minus three favorites. There is no way in God's green earth that the Bucks should be favored in any football game pretty much against any opponent. Okay. If they're going against the Jets right now, they should be pushed. Pick them. All right. I don't really know what to say. Um, Yeah, they should not be favored. Deej, what do you got? Uh, buying the trap. We're going Rams money line. <clears throat> don't care. I, I have one rule, and that's uh, that's I don't bet against Tom Brady. So, God forbid, um, you know, if Tom Brady shows up to the game instead of wh- who the person who's been playing quarterback for the Bucks shows up, I'm not taking any chances. So, I'm staying away from this one. That's fair. It is probably. Um, but... Let me talk about one thing that I have comprised for you guys over the past few weeks as I've watched the NFL, as I've bet on the NFL. Uh, I've developed a blacklist. Okay. These are teams that I'm not going to be betting on 
because of one reason. They are Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, okay? Um, I don't know how else to explain it other than, like you're saying with the Bengals earlier, sometimes Team A shows up, sometimes Team B shows up. Team A is severely better than Team B, and I just can't risk any kind of wager on that nor will mm-hmm. I endorse any kind of program. So teams that have made the list, Colts, congratulations. <laughs> Raiders after a dog program on Sunday. They didn't cross 50-yard line until like the fourth quarter, okay? So Raiders, congratulations. Patriots and Bill Belichick, you also have made the list. Congratulations. Um, and the Jaguars, uh, I so- will not be touching you. I do like Lawrence and I like ETN. <laughs> Pause. We're going to rewind. Pause. Yeah. But- Please. Jaguars, uh, I do not like you anymore. See you later. Arch, uh, would it be safe to say you don't have any play in the Colts-Patriots game this week? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to fade both? Can I take a tie? I mean, I don't even know. Game or a tie? Hey. <laughs> the Colts do have a tie on the Colts year, have bro. one already. They have the one sprinkle. already. A little sprinkle. Wow. There it is. Play of the week. We might have done something. You just found it. Okay. Wow. Uh, last game we're going to talk about. Uh, Monday night football, Baltimore Ravens go into New Orleans, take on the Saints. Baltimore comes in as a minus three favorite. Uh, this is another one. Look, I gave you guys two gut feel rip overs the past two weeks. I'm giving you another one involving the Saints. It wasn't on the Saints the reason why we didn't cover that over last week. I'm going back to the well. Mm-hmm. Give me the over in this game. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout primetime game. We know how it goes down to the wire. Touchdowns the last seven and a half minutes of the quarter. Give me all of that. I like that. Uh, but I also like Saints to cover here. Yeah, but they got the addition. That's eh, a no touch. It is an absolute no touch for me. I do, I do like the over. Okay. Tone, what do you got? As a fan, I'd like this um, I like Baltimore. Minus three. Give me the fucking mushy shit. I like that. And three is such a good number. I love it's, per- it's the perfect number. It really is. Yeah. Because they're probably the perfect number. It's going to push. 24 27. Yeah. Easy. Oh, Don't quick, bet exact uh, scores. We can do this very quickly, guys. Uh, shout out Alvin Kamara for his performance on Sunday. Fuck you. Won a lot of people. <laughs> Won a lot I beat of somebody so. with Alvin Kamara on their fucking team. I played him in both leagues and I fucking ended up winning because of Christian McCaffrey. So. That's good managerial right there. What, uh, what happened in the other league, though? Chill. All right, it was 12.54 on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I was out and about, and I, <laughs> I'm driving. Probably shouldn't have even been looking at ESPN. Well, you had a red light. I Yes, I was at a red light, and I read the update, and it said, Eno Benjamin, no James Conner. He's the starter. And I've started Eno Benjamin in the past, and it's been, it's been a lovely experience for the most part. <laughs> Well, so what do I do? I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So in that situation, the first person I always hit up is Vinny. So I hit up Vin. I'm like, yo, who I shouldn't hit up. The kid's been playing fucking fantasy for two years. I shouldn't hit him up ever. (laughs) But he's like my like extra voice in my head. So I'm like, all right, who do I start? Was it is it Deontay Foreman or D? I don't even know a fucking guy's name. (laughs) Deontay Foreman. Sounds right. Or Eno Benjamin. And he goes, bro, I like the Cardinals. I like Eno Benjamin. I'm like, all right, bet. That's like the only thing I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Somebody tell me that my mind is in the right spot. Right. Well, Foreman scored three TDs. He had like 120 <laughs> rushing yards. 
Sure he did. Had almost 40 fantasy or 30. What do you have? 30 something fantasy points. Yeah, I think it was like 31 or 32. Yeah, he's sitting on my bench along with Jamal Williams, who, for whatever reason, continues to get goal line carries and rush for 50 yards a game. So he makes him valuable sitting on the bench. And then I got mm-hmm. fucking Randell Moore, who sucks ass. <laughs> and he fucking pops off. He's got mm-hmm. 20 points. Well, I would never start him over Thielen, so it's whatever. But, yeah, Karch got lucky. I would have beat him by three if, if it was just an easy switch. Should've, if I would have just said it and forget Should've, it. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, son. You wanted the explanation. I had to give it to you. The last minute changes. I'm never doing it. I'm never, ever do it, I'm sta- I'm never, I'm never doing do that it. again. Uh, I just want to say one thing. Also, I told you guys back a couple episodes ago, I came on here, wore it on my sleeve. I was one and 11 through three weeks. Okay. With four squads. Uh, since that time I have come all the way back. I have two programs that are three and five and in the thick of it, I have one program that is five and three and currently number two in the whole league. So I'm alive and well in fantasy. Uh, my fourth team is two and six, uh, Hope is playing in that league. It's, four, it's two and six. Two I, have like I have the worst three. record in our, and I have the worst record in our league. Yeah. See you later. Uh, we we love fantasy right. though. We love it. We're back. We're riding hot streak. Um, and North? we're here. Yeah. What do you got? Okay. Last note on the NFL before we move on to the NBA, we got Tone's bitch ass teaser. Tone, bitch ass teaser alert. Bitch ass teaser alert. <laughs> All right, here we go. First team off a bounce back loss. They looked like shit. I'm actually going to give out two because I've got locks. Oh, I'm slinging them. Making up for last week. All right, Go ahead. here's the first one. Bengals, seven-point teaser, money line, at home versus the Panthers. Okay. They may not cover seven. The Panthers have actually been playing really well since they traded Christian McCaffrey, which is really fucking weird. And fire um, that rule. But I like them. Yeah, I like them to at least squeak out a dub after coming off a shit-ass loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to pair that with the Patriots at home. It's a five and a half point spread right now. Believe you'd get it at minus two and a half or plus two and a half. Yep. So uh, that's going to be your first duo. You're going to Bengals money line, Patriots plus two and a half at home versus the Colts. The thing, the difference between the Patriots and the Colts, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has a game plan and identity. The Colts have a rookie QB making his second start, first on the road in Foxborough. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, that's all the convincing I needed. Um, so that's your first. That's your first duo. Your second duo. This team also, as Karch mentioned, looked like shit. <laughs> Didn't even pass the 50-yard line. Take the Raiders plus seven, traveling to Jacksonville, who just flew back from London. <laughs> Throw that in there. And then after so that, jet- no, no jet lag. Like I said, I wouldn't touch this game, but it's oh, you're gonna take the Falcons plus ten. Duh, guy got that dog in him. So you're gonna pair the Raiders plus seven and the Falcons plus ten. So there you go. See you later. Heard it here first. We got two making up for last week. Two tones, bitch ass teasers. Bitch ass teaser card. Stay tuned. So let's switch gears and get right into it. Uh, Tone, I'm going to pass it off pretty quickly here. The the NBA is underway, and although we haven't talked about it much up until this point, we have been paying attention. Uh, We do participate in fantasy basketball, which, by the way, Tone and I, shout out, we're matched up against each other this week. We are both 2-0 to start the year, so good on us. Um, You know what's funny about that? Yeah, what are are a few things that um, 
have, I guess, stood out to you after or after the start of the season, these first two weeks? So first couple of weeks, I, you know, Carter's like, yo, let me get some topics for the pod on what we should talk about, about NBA. I'm like, all right, bet. Pull up the standings. I'm like, all right, where can we get some fucking topics here? First thing that sticks out to me, and it's something that we touched on when we talked a couple of weeks ago when the season was about to start, is we said we liked Cleveland. We thought Cleveland was going to be a good team. Yes, we did. Um, they're five and one. They're second mm-hmm. in the East. Milwaukee's six and zero. Oh. Um, so they're they're you know lined up well to have a successful year, as we mentioned. So that's a good um, little call on our part, and a bit of a surprise, I guess, that they kind of followed through with what we thought that they would be. Um, yeah, that usually doesn't no surprise work for on us. this end, but uh, no surprise on this end. Yeah, we're sharps. Um, I guess, and then I tried to find you know one team from each conference that kind of st- stood out to me. Um, mm-hmm. Portland is first in the West. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dame's <laughs> been hurt. He's he hasn't even been playing. I only know that because he's on my fantasy team, mm-hmm. um, and he hasn't even been playing. They're five and one. They're tied with Houston. Um, you know, Utah and San Antonio follow close behind there. And that, if you had to ask me who the first four teams in the West would be, I would not name any of those teams in that order. So, yeah, um, yeah a little surprising to start the year. Um, so those are the, the couple of things that kind of stood out to me at first glance. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Western Conference, uh, the standings seem to be inverted right now. You got the Jazz, who were expected yes. to be terrible after that trade of Donovan Mitchell, and they let go of Rudy Gobert. They're sitting there at 6-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Blazers, like you said, no one expected it. 5-1, and one, great start. <clears throat> the Suns, yes, we expect them to be there, so they're sitting at number two at 5-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at the bottom, you got the Lakers one and five trash. You got the Clippers three and four. They're fighting back. The Warriors are three and four. They don't look really like the Warriors team that we need them or expect them to be if they're going to contend for a championship. So the West is kind of wacky, but at the same time, it's looking like it's going to be pretty fun the rest of the year. Yeah. And, uh, New Orleans is off to like the start that I think that everybody kind of expected there. Go ahead, Derek. No, just... Oh, just, you know, a little, you're right. what you're saying is on point yes um yeah i think new orleans is off to a a solid start at four and two um brooklyn just fired steve nash they have like the worst defensive rating in the league who'd they hire Um, i think they just oh yeah i saw a report i saw a report (laughs) yeah we saw a report here on talking balls that that i thought was a joke at first (laughs) I could have swore it was like this suspended coach from the NBA is getting hired for a new job. Yeah. Whack. When he's not suspended, he'll be able to take. Yeah. Which I thought was just crazy to add to your kind of fucking fucked up season that you're having right. already. Right. Let's just hire somebody that's suspended. Now, what <laughs> he's suspended for, I'm not going to talk on. I don't really care about all that. It's just you the know. principle of him being suspended in the first place. <laughs> And they think that's their best option to go to to hire. I think is kind of funny. So, um, in in that case, it was oh. it was funny. The Brooklyn Nets are a certified high school drama queen. They seem to not have enough with Ben Simmons. They need more. Okay, yeah. they said, "Give me that coach." Top of my list. I need that coach. Um, <laughs> um, another thing that I thought I wanted to touch on is uh, go ahead. I feel like we we have to, being that we're down here in Miami. Um, the Heat and Warriors play tonight. Um, the Warriors, as we mentioned, are struggling a little bit. I think, uh, you know, when one teammate punches another, that <laughs> might tend to happen. Um, but Miami starting the year at somebody who, you know, everybody kind of expected to contend for the East. 
And um, they've gotten off a little slow. I don't know. I haven't watched, you know, too much of, of their games. I don't know if uh, the chemistry is just not there or the, the defense isn't there as usual, but um, yeah, hopefully tonight they can maybe pull off a big road win and hopefully head home soon for, you know, a turnaround couple of weeks after a slow start. Yeah. I like the heat. Um, they were one of my favorites to win the East. So it's definitely surprising to see that two and five start. But with that being said, um, the NBA in the early part of the season looks like it's going to awesome. be a lot of fun. Uh, when the playoffs do come, I think we're going to have a lot of surprises, uh, especially like we said, out in the Western conference. So that's something we're going to pay attention yeah. to and we will give you more information when the time is right. Well, they do say that the season so, starts on Christmas. So that's what the kids are saying. We're not even, yeah, that's what I've heard. The season starts oh, on Christmas. That's what the kids are saying nowadays. <laughs> my sources are telling me that the season <laughs> from what I've heard in the past actually starts on Christmas. Yes. So we still got some time is what you're saying. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that's, yeah, it's Anyone just like I said, slow any- start. If you're in the same position come Christmas, you're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Derek, what you got? Neither of you have wished me a happy vegan day. To be honest with you, I didn't even know it was National Vegan Day. Um, I had to Google it. Happy Vegan Day, Deej the Veg. Thank you. How's that going for so, you? We're so lucky to be vegan. Primal, so. Yeah, you cheat on your own diet, dude. It's well, kind of just continue to love and support me. Uh, I appreciate all the support. Anyways, Kurt, you were saying? Anyway, I was saying tonight we got Game 3 of the World Series. It's a makeup from yesterday, Halloween-y. Wookie. Um, mm. Look. The, the Phillies are at home right where they want to be. They got the split they needed in Houston. Uh, you have Lance McCullers on the hill for Houston. Ranger Suarez on the hill for Philly. Um, let me give you my rip real quick on the whole series, and then I'll hand it off. Uh, I think the Astros win tonight. I'm not entirely sure why, but I think they win game three. Mm-hmm. Give me the Phillies in game four. Give me the Phillies in game five. Head back to Houston three to two. Houston wins game six. Phillies win game seven in Houston. Break their hearts. You're so wrong. America's hearts up. Um, D just telling me I'm wrong, but we're going to hear his garbage prediction right now. Go ahead. It's Phillies in six. Okay. So who you got tonight? Phillies. Easy. Okay. Plus 105. Let's take. I think, I think the extra day of rest with the whole rain out thing would potentially help the Phillies just a little bit more because they can – get back to that top of the rotation one day sooner. Um, And the pitching depth and drop-off between Astros rotation and the Phillies rotation is enough of a difference, in my opinion, to give them the slight edge. So I think the earlier that Philly can get back to Nola and Wheeler, um, the better, even though they didn't necessarily have their best outings last time out. But granted, that's a tough place to pitch. That place is – Always been that way, at least for the last few years. Granted, they have been cheating and whatnot, but now that's cleaned up. They've still, yeah. I did hear about that. My sources told me your sources. They they told me that they were hitting on trash cans. No, they were banging on the trash cans, relaying signs. Anyway, that's a tough place to pitch. So I think the earlier they can get back there, the better. um, As far as to the top of their rotation. Um, and I, I, I just, I'm not really like, I don't care. I don't care who wins. I don't really give a fuck. It's not going to change my life one way or the other, but I'm going to make a couple of points on why I'm rooting for who I'm rooting for. 
One, I want Bryce Harper with the championship. I think he deserves it as far as being the face of baseball for a long time and being on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 18, you know, crowning that out and being almost like the LeBron of baseball. Um, I think he deserves a championship, which is a lot harder to get in this sport. Um, So I want them to win for him. One, two, everybody hates the Astros. If it's the Astros and X, you're going to root for X team. I don't, unless it's the Yankees, in my opinion, because of the Red Sox affiliation, but yeah, Yeah. do it. I would do it. Those are, those are my reasonings and why I'm, I'm hopeful that the Phillies will win. I don't care if it's five games. I don't care if it's six games. I don't care if they go seven games. I just need them to get Houston off the fucking board. Yep. We do not need those fuckheads with another championship. Yeah. I don't think anybody does. Um, so we're pulling for Philly. I like Houston tonight. They like uh, the Phillies. We all like the Phillies to end up pulling it out in the end. So listen, Tone, DBJ, FSS, I want to thank you guys for your time. This was really fun. Uh, to our listeners at home, again, stay tuned for the giveaway that we're going to be doing next week. Okay, we're going to start it on Monday. You will have until Friday, and then we're going to close it off um, and on the pod after that. Uh, so in two episodes, we will let you guys know who won. Um, again, if you want to come on the pod, let me know. If you have any ideas what to talk about, let me know. Josh Cobell, you cannot come on this pod. Oh, unless your name is Josh Cobell. K-O-B-E-L. He's done. Not allowed. Nope. See ya. He got on the uh, pod, and three minutes later, he fell off the pod. Uh-uh. He's done. Yeah. He's so my guests pod. aren't liking it. Um, I might give him another chance, but until that day, we're signing off from the pod. DBJ, FSS, and Pico, and your host, Connor. Thank you.